Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And while we're on vacation, so we have a few things going on. We're still keeping up with you on social media. Uh, we're still going to be doing a few brand new after-the-show podcasts here and there. In the meantime, though, since uh, we're on vacation for the actual show, we're going to share with you some of our favorite moments from the past couple of months and be back before you know it. I remember in early 2020, and I think January, going shopping, gown shopping with Phoebe and her mm-hmm. friends. And while they were trying on, I saw a couple of gowns. There was a huge selection. I tried on one. Remember I sent you the picture of me in that gold gown mm-hmm. floor length? And I was like, oh, I want to buy this. I didn't have anything to go to that year, so I didn't buy it. Huge mistake. Giant mistake. Because it was also on sale. But... um. I go back to shop now, 2022, less than half the inventory to choose Mm. from. I guess that's pandemic related. There's so few to choose from on racks in boutiques and department stores and yada, 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 all the places I like to grab and try on gowns. Do you think it's supply chain or do you think it's just because there are a lot of, you know, events coming up? Yes, I think it's both. Actually, it was more supply chain because the store, the whole departments, the whole sections where they normally have those gowns, it's cut down to really half or less. So they're carrying fewer. So I'm, I'm literally thinking, man, which gowns do I have in my closet that I've worn before that I would wear again? And do you know what I've done? What? I have a gown showing up this week. I had to order it on. I ordered online because I knew what I want. I know what I want. Yeah. There's a type of gown I've never worn that I've always wanted to, like a mermaid-ish with long sleeves. Mm-hmm. So I've ordered it, and I'm going to. Try it on and yeah, the hope it works. The one where your ankle it comes in, it comes in at the ankles. Yeah, it's, so it's yeah. hard to walk. Well, it's not it's not a that tight of a mermaid. You have to shuffle, but it is more fitted. Yeah. So I'm going to try it on and hope I don't have to ship it back. Yeah. But it's just weird to me. I've never done it this way. I've always yeah, put something on in a dressing room and went mine. Yeah. And now I'm waiting for a truck. It's weird. Are you guys ready? For brutally honest marriage advice. How brutal? Very brutal. This is an online (laughs) ask. And then all these married people who've been married a very long time drop their most brutal advice. And I think some of it is on the money. Yeah. Especially if you are not married yet. Your hope is to be married or be married again. Anybody can benefit from marriage advice. If, if I give you 10 of these, one of them will resonate. Yeah. Right? And that's how it works. So let's go. Let's get to it. Okay. One of them is this. You are vowing to stay together. You are not vowing to stay the same people. You will not be the same people in five Ooh. years, in 10 years, in 15. And honestly, I, that is so on the money and true. And there are people, I promise you, there are couples who have divorced who have not made it, and they're stuck in in the blame or what they did wrong. And the truth is, they're just not the same people anymore. Yeah, and they couldn't make it work. Yeah, it I believe on, yeah. that. I mean, it depends on when you get married and if you're mm-hmm. younger and as your perspective changes. And it's actually as you I change as a person. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Some people I think I'm very different. You today. are very different than you used to be, and I think I am too. Yeah, I think you are too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so are. the fact that we're still together. Is you know, a miracle. We, yeah, yeah, and we've we've been lucky enough to, to uh, where we've grown in in ways that would not complement. We just fight for it, I guess. You know, some people are not able to do that. Okay, you want another one? Yeah. Here's a big one. Learn to let stuff go. Hmm. You can't let everything get under your skin. Yeah. 
Yep. Can you speak to that, Sam? Yeah, I can uh, because I in this relationship with Tanya. Yeah, yeah. good name. Good, good. Got her name right. Um, I have done that a lot more than pre- previous relationships, and, and it's think, from knowing there, that there is no, there's no point. Or I mean, there's is a there point. really already stuff that you would have to let go of though this early on? Just little For, tiny nitpicky stuff because yeah. of me. You know what? I think the difference in that is you have to decide, is this something that's violating a boundary with me or is it Man. just something that just irritates? Yeah, and it's if, just, it, if, it, if, it, if it just irritates and it's better to let go yeah. and be peaceful, I agree. I'm glad for you yeah. because truly you're not going to ever find somebody who doesn't irritate you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then when you join lives and you live with somebody, even the most whoa. easygoing person oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. can join irritate. lives. Slow well, down, no, no. sister. I'm, gen- I'm gener- in general. I, I, you know, I agree with that and I know this isn't exactly the same thing, but I tell Jody's mom that <laughs> Constantly, just <laughs> let go. <laughs> yeah. Jody, you mentioned uh, having to buy your gown for the upcoming ball. Gown. <laughs> gown. Your your upcoming dress for Formal. the ball on online. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it ever occur to you to do one of those rental joints? It because has not oh, yet. I idea. went to. A, I wound up going to a ball with an ex. Yes. You know, way back. Yeah. And she rented. She rented. It. I don't know how much it cost. It's cheaper than buying. I'm assuming you, it is, but sell, I mean, it, it looked it great. She wore it and, and just sent it back. I think she got like two or three of them to find the one she liked, and you know, I she sends them all. Gone back. down that road yet? But when my gown that I really, really want, like you understand, I have in my mind, I only have so many opportunities to wear gowns in my life. Exactly. I'm that's why. A, that's why I was thinking renting because. No, no, no. What I'm saying is no that need. there's there's a a certain look that I've always wanted to wear mm. a, a gown, and I've not done it yet. And so this is okay. my year to do it, right? Well, yeah, and you wind up buying it online. My only question, but I, got, I don't know, because I, 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 know my I don't know anything about women's clothing. But it seems to me like the price that you told me that you paid for it might be a quality control concern. You know what I mean? It, it is. Gonna be, yeah? it's a, it was a little cheaper than on the rack oh. online. It was a little cheaper on, than on the rack. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, know. is it Famous be, designer? No, not a famous. I'm not spending five hundred plus dollars on a gown. I can't. What's the material? <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's a good question. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Judging from the price, it's polyester. I am nervous. I'm. I'm kidding. This is why you're not going to the ball with me. While well, I'm going with my friend Brian. I'm kidding. Um, I'm nervous actually because the one that I really want. Uh-huh. It might be a little risque. Oh, the one no. that I really want—the way the dress looks and the colors and what the beading and the detail—that's uh, yeah. what I want to wear. Yeah, but it's kind of woohoo. We're gonna have to use one of those sensor bars online. You know, sensor. Yeah. So, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. She told me it was a plunging neck. <laughs> I said, "How far is it plunging?" Anyway, this, <laughs> we'll we'll see when it shows up, and yeah. then maybe I'll use your rental trick. Thank you, girlfriend. You know, maybe the lack of material is the savings. <laughs> There's the savings. More brutally honest marriage advice. You want it? Yeah. This is really cool stuff. I will tell you something that somebody said to me once, and it wasn't about marriage advice, but it's about any relationship, friendship colleague relationship marriage best friend whatever any relationship you enter into you need to enter into it knowing that you could get hurt Mm. to be in a relationship is to be vulnerable right and it's so true with marriage because you enter into it you're gonna hurt each other along the way you know it's just it's the reality of it um that's why when when movies end with the big oh they got married it's kind of like that's not the story (laughs) 
not how you ended. That's the beginning. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so more brutally honest online that people who've been married for a really long time, who've had a lot of bumps, are giving to people who've never been married. Um, know that it's two of you in the relationship, not other family members. It's just the two of you. Huh. Yeah. Did that so, huh mean you've been there? You felt it, that before? That wasn't the cause of problems, but yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always somebody that has you know an idea for you or a better way to do things. Or mm. When you were little, this is how we used to do it. Mm-hmm. I've not felt that in our marriage, Murphy. I don't think we've, we've never had, had any inter- kind of intervention like that. We've interference. Been lucky. Yeah. No. I, mean, I know you've had little run-ins with my mother, but it's never been about yeah. us. Yeah. It's been about you two. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's been about her, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's funny. She says it's you. <laughs> yeah, but who's keeping tabs, right? No, but really. Yeah. yeah. It's Keep somebody else, even your best friend. Don't have a best friend that you tell everything to, and, and that including your marriage. Like It should be the two of you. Hmm. You know, really and, and in a extension of that is you don't want to pull others in the family into an argument that's just between the two of you yeah it's yours to you know to own and, and, and work through that's true. i've seen that happen in family dynamics too because mm-hmm. it becomes divide and conquer and then no one is comfortable you know right what I mean? um and here's another one you don't have to spend and probably shouldn't spend every waking minute together <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh at that because we chose to spend a lot of time together. Um, Have your own interests and hobbies. We spend most waking moments together (laughs) here and at home. But you know what? It's it's we do have our own things. We do have our own things, and I think that that's you know just like you do in the girls' weekend. You're right. You got to maintain that balance. Oh, believe it's taken us a minute to get there, and you can't do it immediately when you got small kids. As we you know, no, you can't. Okay, more of it on the way, and we would love for you to add to this. Okay, so bring it eight seven seven three one zero. 4MSJ. Having fun with this one. Brutally honest <laughs> marriage advice. And one of them is from people who've been married a long time. You're vowing to stay together. You're not vowing to stay the same people. Such a good piece of advice because you won't stay the same people. It's sometimes why people sometimes don't make it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So 877-3104-MSJ to join us. Yeah. Rachel says she's got one big one. What's that, Rachel? Number one. Boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every every relationship has to have boundaries. If you cross those boundaries or, you know, the tongue is sharp. True. When you say something, it, it can be taken back. And you definitely have to have good communication because if you don't, you definitely aren't going to grow together. You know, a lot You're of people, a lot of us are learning that along the way, too. You know, if you didn't have that example growing up, you have to learn that the hard way yeah. with right. somebody that you love. Once you put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you don't want to hurt somebody. You know, like I said, you, you might say something in the heat of the moment that even you don't mean. Mm-hmm. But once you say that, it's stamped in somebody's in their mind and, and they don't ever forget it. So that's your big one, huh? Boundaries and keep your words sweet. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. My grandmother used to say yeah. that. Make sure that your words is. make sure your words are sweet because one day you may have to eat them. She'd say, <laughs> yeah. Yep, once it comes out, you can't take it back. So true. Well, thank you, Rachel. Yep. You're welcome. You guys have a great day. How do you guys handle working together when you're you're married? How does that work? We um, have some rough days, but we also have some fun. That's what. <laughs> That's the honest I'm to God sure truth. I'm sure that takes work. Yeah, it does. It's true, though. <laughs> they have to know their boundaries. Good. Okay. Well, listen, you guys have a great day, and thanks for- Thanks, Rachel. For, uh, 
all the information and things that you guys do every day. I love listening to your show. Oh, we love to hear from you, Rachel. You know, I will say this. For years, I've had friends and people I don't even know ask me, mostly women, how do you work with your spouse? And we're just lucky that it works. But I can tell you, Murphy, mm-hmm. that the longer this goes on, I realize a lot of people wouldn't be able to do this. Oh, no. A lot. I mean, I feel like that's a keep the wow for me. It's like, phew, you've yeah. done this. Well, and a lot of people don't have what you have in me. Uh, <laughs> no, yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, right. You keep tooting that horn, baby. Thank you again, Rachel. 877-310-4MSJ. There's a new way coming that we might be doing our fast food orders at the drive-thru. Okay. <clears throat> and it's all, I guess, partially because of uh, COVID that we can thank for this happening. Well, okay. Okay, so COVID comes along and all of a sudden we're all starting to the talk. The great resignation. You know, from somewhere else and Zoom and Teams. We Communication have, is different. Yeah, we don't all have to be together. Well, a restaurant owner in Memphis, when, when COVID first hit and he started losing employees, mm. he came up with the bright idea of, let me run my drive through from my apartment. And he, and he hooked up the video and did all really? that stuff. Yeah, so he was taking orders from his apartment <laughs> And sending it back to the kitchen, sending it to the kitchen. And they were getting the, And so he's decided, well, you know what? Why don't I come up with the software for this? Ooh, so, that's see, that's where the money is. Yeah. So he's already got like 12 chains in six states that are doing it. I don't know if they're major chains or not. But when you drive up, you don't know who's taking your order. It could be somebody a thousand miles away. Could be somebody wherever they're taking your order and then they send it on to the kitchen. <sighs> Huh. You know, and then you don't know the difference because you're just there to give an order. But isn't that kind of like the McDonald's app? When I order online, it's just going to send that order to the kitchen. Yeah. But so this is like if you're doing it in person, okay. you know, you're talking you're to a face to on the someone. video screen. That could be anywhere. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You're talking to that person virtually. Yeah, a drive through Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? Normally, I would be against it. Normally, I would think, no, I want the person who's going to hand me the bag to have hurt, you know, been... The one in communication, because I also don't like taking away the job thing. Yeah, I don't. But want to I've already experienced this. There is a chain, uh, a, a chain restaurant that's really good that I've picked up from before. Where I pick up at, um, what do you call that curbside? Yeah, you drive into the spot and they know you're there. I called them before to order, and. Um, it's definitely a call center somewhere else, and they're open about that. They're clear. Like, we're, hi, we're, you're calling for this from this restaurant, and they tell you city and, and location. I'm like, yes, but they're obviously somewhere hmm. far away. That might be and one it, of the restaurants. And it did really, it worked really well. Yeah. You know? And he's also saying, I know you're worried about jobs, but he said yeah. this could work for folks who can't commute. Yeah. Uh, if you're a student part time and you can only, it's kind of like Uber, you can only home. sign on at certain times and do it. Well, or it, a single parent with the kids at home, you know? Yes. And for restaurants, I can see how that would then help the staff to be able to focus on those who are actually in the restaurant mm-hmm. and not have to jump back and forth, back and forth, which, which probably is probably stressful. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Jody, last hour you were telling us that. They've now proven that some people are directionally challenged. Geographically challenged. Geographically challenged. Even if they've been brought to a place 10 times, they couldn't find it on their own. And it's based on the city you grew up in and how it was laid out. Yeah, this this has nothing to do with dependency on a GPS or smartphone. No, it's one study. If you grew up on a city that's a grid that's easy to follow, then you don't have as much of a natural sense of direction Mm -hmm. as if you grew up out in the country where everything's all crazy cakes like I did. (laughs) 
Do you have a good sense of direction then? I think I do. I think if I if you take me somewhere, I can find it again, usually. Challenge accepted, Murphy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that that is cool, though, that your mind is like that. Me Once too. or twice learning something that you can actually find the route back is right. crazy cool. Mm-hmm. My, your mind is taking in so much more all yeah. the time than you realize. I want to address one aspect of that, and that's something I never could get hold of directions on, and that's going to the mall. What? Meaning Why? inside of a mall? Inside the mall. As a, oh, as yeah. a kid, the mall we went to as a kid, I, I, I don't. I just have to follow my parents. That's, I a, didn't, that's a male-female thing. And in the malls, you know, as a grown-up, yeah. i got to look at the map or ask somebody, where's Penny's, where's My Sears? opinion is, and it's just an opinion, that's a male-female thing. You're yeah. not the shopper that I am. By the way, if somebody, if you ask where's Sears, somebody's going to say, <laughs> It's gone. Oh, right, yeah, okay. I'm it talking down. All right. I'm talking about 1984. A few years back, yes. 1984, no. I could, you put me in the mall and I know where every major store is or my store is. And therefore I know where everything is in relation to that. Absolutely could kill it at the mall. Never lost my car at the mall back in the day. But you don't care about that. Every store is the same to you, right? Except where maybe where the arcade was. Except when I'm in the mall and I need to find something. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think that's a male-female thing. I could be wrong, like a shopper thing. I, yeah, it's probably a shopper thing because I, I just cannot grasp a mall in, once I get inside. Well, I wonder if some of that is because some of the smaller stores wind up changing over time. <laughs> and so you don't, you know, I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know. But I, I get I get exactly what you're saying. You know, hmm. it's, it's by the fountain. Well, the problem is there are four More fountains. More than fountains. Yeah. 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 Only- Sears came and went. Mervyn's not there anymore. Okay, stop it. <laughs> the only small store he ever went to was Spencer, Oh, right? yeah. Which is still around. I can find that in a heartbeat. Jody did finally go to the doctor and got the, the, the little neck pain thing, headache pain thing uh-huh. checked out. She and found it, out what the pain in the neck cause was. What's interesting is Jody had Googled it and she found something called occipital neuralgia. And that's exactly what the doctor said. But I want to clarify something okay. because uh, I Googled that because I, I didn't, I Googled my symptoms. I'm like sharp, electric, like hot shooting pain in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. I've specifically put those things and that's what came up, occipital neuralgia. I couldn't even remember those words. I, ha- I saved it on my phone in case he he said it. But I didn't say the words to him. And I didn't say the word Google to him. I didn't want to do that. I want to say that when I go to a doctor, dentist, whatever, I I respect them. I respect the well, the time spent um, in medical school and the fact that, you know, let an expert be an expert or let the troubleshooting begin. And I never... and. When I t- once I told him all my symptoms and he yeah. asked all the questions and he touched my head and he talked to me about it and he asked all the right questions, by the way, it was very thorough. He did not Google it. I didn't want anybody to well, misunderstand of that. He, was not he sat Google down it. and he pulled up my chart and bef- I mean, and he said, "Well, it sounds like occipital neuralgia." That's what I was thinking, Doc. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted—I I mean, didn't I've want never... anybody to think that I I went in there and he Googled it. By the way, I told the story yesterday because oh, oh, did, did somebody yeah. somebody thought that because you did say as soon as you told him he went to the computer and started typing yeah and I realized oh, it sounded okay. like he googled it and he didn't yeah. he was pulling up my chart yeah. okay yeah he, he was also, buying time what is he, that thing called? no because he also it? fussed at me for it was like time for my annual he knows I don't he knows, I know you don't love being here I, I look I agree totally with respecting the the time and effort that a doctor has put into their education and so right. forth. I also know that there are doctors that appreciate when a patient actually does 
do some homework, mm-hmm. you know, and takes takes their medical care seriously yeah. too because it actually can that I, i've been told that before too and sure. if, if i do have a question i ask it that way i don't walk in and go well you know, you know i google what this sounds like here's what <laughs> I in my humble is. opinion yeah, just want right. to throw that out there he gave me some options and he also explained to me that i'm it's okay you know that i just have an overactive nerve it's, not gonna, it's not gonna do anything yeah. Not likely. Okay. So I know you took the two aspirin. Did you call him this morning? <laughs> <laughs> more brutally, before we get to Greg, more brutally honest marriage advice from those who've been married a long time uh, for those who want to be married and have, you know, ideas about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a good one. Don't get married. This is someone's opinion. Don't get married during the honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. When every when that person just can do no wrong, they walk into a room and you hear music. That's not the time to get married. <laughs> Amazing to, how that blows over. That isn't it's it? it's sparks. Yeah. And sparks are real, but sparks do not last. Friendship lasts. You know. So, yeah. And, honeymoon and phase. There's always an exception to the rule, but I would I think that's challenging because I've known people who like six weeks in were like, "This Man, is this it. Is it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Okay, so 877-310-4MSJ for your brutally honest marriage advice. How are you, Greg? Just great. Sweet. My number one thing uh, not to do uh, is never embarrass my spouse in public. Yes, that's a good one. In front of other people. Mm-hmm. If yeah. there's something going on with us or something happens, never, never embarrass her in public. Man, that's a really good one. Always take it back home and, and work it out. Yes. Family yeah. business stays in the family. That's right. Embarrass her at home. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I actually learned that I actually learned that from my father because he did that to my mother once. Oh. And uh that was bad. So that's how I learned that. I right. <laughs> you witnessed something that you didn't want to repeat. Yeah. Exactly. I love it, Greg. Thank you for that. Thank you. Really enjoy y'all show. Thanks, Thank guys. You. I'll make my morning every morning. Appreciate oh, thanks, that. Greg. Call us anytime, okay? Yeah. You know, a, a word of caution, too, is to always keep that in mind for even unintentional embarrassment. Yes. Because, you know, I, I know the two of you, you wouldn't intentionally embarrass each other. Right. No, we wouldn't. But there are things that you do, behaviors, maybe not verbally, but like behaviors, body language. <laughs> I've seen it go down in public when it's like, uh-oh, I, I don't want to be here right now. Oh, you're just... Something's really? about to happen. You're just sensitive to us. You've been mm. with us so much, and I'm sorry for that, Sam. No, don't write it off. But, just heed my advice. Yeah, okay. well, neither of us really have a poker face, so I guess that's part of the problem, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so be aware of unintentional embarrassment, too. Yes. Got it. Thank you, Sam. And keep it coming anytime. We'd love to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. For those in the service industry, waitstaff particularly, you know, some people get mad, crazy training. Have you ever been at a table at a restaurant and there are two people yeah. because one person's shadowing and learning? I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. And some restaurants, you know, especially nicer restaurants where there's a definite protocol they follow, oh, you know that's weeks. intense training, right? Right. You don't get to even speak to a customer until you've learned everything. Right. And then there are situations where people are just thrown in. Mm-hmm promise you that happens where you're just thrown in and you learn the hard way mm-hmm. how to do that how to really be a, a of service and a server and even when that happens you're going to get people who are natural tippers and people who are not and people who are looking for something wrong that's 
Hmm. It's so bothersome, but there are people who look for something wrong when you're waiting on them. Unfortunate. But um, I came across this, and it's from a server, and there's like a list of things, but the top two that jump out, if you are uh, in the service industry, the top two things you can do with every table, for every table, for every customer that should get you a good tip. It's the basis. Number one, be friendly but professional. The line is you don't sit down next to them. You don't tell them I, your I've life. I've actually seen that. And yeah. Thought, what? What? Are you, you don't what? start telling them your problems. Yeah. You don't. You you you're friendly so that you're memorable and you make it an enjoyable experience for them. But you don't go too far. Mm-hmm. There is a line, yeah. as with everything, right? You're so, a server, not a friend. So friendly, but not professional. I mean, sorry, <laughs> friendly but professional. <laughs> Jody's tips. Uh, The second one, and I love this. This is important. Know the menu forward and backward. Know it. You know, really know it. I mean, I do appreciate the honesty when you say, hey, does this, Murphy's, does this have cilantro in it? And if they don't know, you know, I don't know. Let me find yeah, out. I'll go back to the kitchen and I like yeah. the honesty, but I really am impressed when someone really knows the food mm-hmm. in their restaurant because it lets you know they're sort of invested in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Those are the two. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's much more to it, of course. I wonder what the percentages are of people who do what you were saying a second ago, Jody, that for whatever reason they're looking for a problem versus those that actually do tip well. I would I like know. to think that most tip well. I would yeah. hope so. I think that if you've ever done a service job, you're you 100% likely to totally. understand that. Mm-hmm. Join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Jody, you were given the rules to, to better tips when you're if in the you're service industry. Staff, you're a servicer, right? Be friendly but professional and know the menu forward and yeah. backward. Mm-hmm. That'll help you anyway. Uh, Coco has got that experience, and you have some ideas, too, that would help? So, I've been a server off and on since I was about 16. Yes. And I'm 37 now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great thing about customer service is like, yes, get to know your customers and it does touch your heart when customers says our name to us with right. us wearing name tags. Right. But um, the one thing I always found uh, really nice, uh, one of the restaurants I worked at, I had a eight top come in of people who looked old enough to be my grandparents. Mm. And all of them was drinking a glass of wine. And I ID'd every one of them. Because, I mean, state law says you have to have an ID to drink alcohol in an establishment. Yeah. So I got to the last guy. And he's like, I don't need to show you my ID. I obviously look old enough. And his wife was like, no, you need to show her your ID. She just needs to make sure you have it on you. It's the law. I was like, no, I ID'd every one of you because I don't think any of you are old enough to drink. (laughs) Now, I always give compliments. To right. my customers and stuff like that, right. I always make them seem like they're younger than what they actually are. Yeah. Make them make them feel better about themselves, and it goes a long way. Yeah, it does. And of course with it does. what I've learned over the years, serving and bartending, mm-hmm. I ended up starting my own school mm-hmm. um, to teach a servers how to serve right and nice. bartenders how to bartend right. Wow! Wow! I love I've it. I've gone into too many establishments where there's not enough. Right. Where they don't know what they're doing, where they're new at what they're doing, and they don't know what to do. I mean, I go into a restaurant, I want to be welcomed. I don't want to be mm-hmm. treated like I'm... You don't want to be treated like a problem. I want to be welcomed in. Yeah. At your bartending uh, school, do you teach them how to flip bottles and all that stuff, too? There's something no, new. No, uh, a lot of places don't like flair anymore. Oh. Um, so I do not teach flair bartending. I teach the basics to get you through. Um 
And I give you a letter of recommendation to help you get an, a job at either a restaurant, Love it. a bar, or even the country club. Nice. Anybody who's a waitstaff so, type person, they might as well be in PR, too. You're in PR. You really are. You represent the place. Mm-hmm. Coco, thank you for this. Good to hear from you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and, you know, I've learned a new term from you, Coco. Flair. Flair bartender. I didn't know that that's what that was called. That's cool. I got a little bone to pick with Jody here. and We got to clear the air. Let's just start early then. We were talking uh, on a side conversation about the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney series. Plus series. How it got pushed back a couple of days. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, and so Jody, you know, trying to be cutesy. Uh, she. I was just playing along with you. you know, she tried to do the Carrie, the Carrie Fisher, uh, Princess Leia. I said, Leia. "Help me, Obi Wan." Yeah, help me, Obi Wan. You're and my I was only like, hope in the world. No, yeah, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> That's not the way it goes. It's just like the I people know, who say, "Luke, I am your father." Right. And it's like it's I am n- the father. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, you got to get the line right if you're going to be. A I nerd. know you're right. That is a bone to pick. If you are a Star Wars person, for me to say it wrong, I understand that being a problem. So here's I'm the sorry. right way to say it. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. You're my so, only hope. So then it's like, there it is. You got it. And so then Jody's got to go and pick it apart by <laughs> saying, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. What is she, selfish? <laughs> She's worried about herself, not all the people. I don't know. I can't really talk Star Wars. I was picking on you because you, okay, you were getting more annoyed by the minute, which made it fun for me because you know I don't care about Star Wars. I don't even know what she's talking about. I don't know what she needs help with. I watched that movie once and fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know Star Wars. So should she needs I just... help from Obi-Wan Kenobi to, because there's stuff inside of R2-D2 that'll help the resistance. Anyway, okay. your, your selfishness, this is the line right before it. This is our most desperate hour. Hour. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi Wan. So she she's the one on the mission. So you helping her by help, helping, helping, them helping by everyone. Helping her. Okay, well, good. I'm glad I'm... you cleared that up. But you know, I mean, I hate to be the one asking a dumb question here, though. So it really isn't Luke. I'm your father. <laughs> is that true? No. <laughs> you know what's weird about that is the more that things get said wrong over the years, that's where you take it in and you think that's right, or you can spot the real true fans or not, Luke. I'm your father. That is not the line. Here. No. I am your father. Wait, let's hear that again. No. I am your father. Ah, There is no Luke in there. You're right. I guess I've always said, Luke, I'm your father. That's because you heard it from somebody who was wrong. This has been kind of deep this week, so we want to thank you um, for all the brutally honest marriage advice as we wrap this up on a fun Friday. So, 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Carol. Hi, how are you guys doing this morning? We're good, and you? Not too bad. Sweet. Not too bad at all. Um, I have actually two pieces of marital advice, and I've been married for 35 years. Yes. Okay. Drop it on us. And... My grandmother told me one time, my husband and I were having issues, so I went to my grandmother, and she told me that a relationship is never 50-50. Don't ever think for one second that it really is. It's always 60-40, but the same person can't be giving all the time. Oh, Oh, she was, oh oh, wow, smart girl, smart lady. And then my piece of advice is don't ever give your partner a reason to lie to you. 
Did, that, did you, you have elaborate a, on that? Experience with this? <laughs> um, if your partner comes to you and tells you the truth about something, even if you don't like it, oh. don't make them feel small for telling you the truth. I see. So mm-hmm. give them a safe place yeah. to make mistakes or whatever. Yeah. Okay, that's beautiful. Because yeah, the minute you. Yep. The minute you make them feel bad for telling you the truth, they're going to lie to you. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Safe place. Huh. Yeah. That's all very lovely. I especially like your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I miss her terribly. No kidding. Grandma's always had the best words. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. Also from our Facebook page, same subject, brutally honest about marriage. Karen says, if I have one thing to say to a newly married couple, it's to make time for yourselves, even when you have kids. I've witnessed many couples who've made everything about the kids, uh, and then they were growing up, and then they were gone. They look at each other, and they're strangers. Hmm. I vowed to not let this happen. Making time for each other is important. Very smart, yeah. Heard that a lot, too. Not always easy, but it's smart to balance it. (laughs) And when you do make time for each other, or be with each other, because there is you can make time for yourself and go out on a date night, but but you'll be worrying the whole time. I wonder if we should call and check in. I wonder if this... Yeah, you have to remember you were you before they came along. Yeah. Um, I know you guys like, at least, maybe you don't love, but I know you both like Legos, the toy Legos. Mm-hmm. Right? I did, yeah, as a kid, sure. Um, I didn't like stepping on them as an adult, no. but as a you, parent, but yeah. <laughs> and you, Sam, still have all of your, your Oh, Legos. yeah, I got thousands of them. Oh. In fact, whenever hollis comes over now my grandson that's what he wants to do that's right now that's what i'm known for because mm-hmm. he walks in and he, he'll come up to all of us looking up like you play legos that's what's awesome oh, about kids yeah. they know exactly yeah. what they want there's no guess in there sorry hollis i don't want to pick it all up <laughs> um is that what you really think <laughs> come on you guys know that i never played with legos and i've never oh, done really? a lego set in my life I've Not never... even when Phoebe was doing our youngest, Phoebe's love the Lego Friends. friends. Mm-hmm. She likes any Legos, and she right. could put. She at a young age, she could put like I would give her a Lego set. I'd go in the back room and do laundry or something. I come back and she had built a castle. Mm-hmm. Like she is a builder mm-hmm. type. Legos are nice and relaxing. Is that true? Well, to I've me. never done it. I was never. It, first of all, our parents didn't buy Legos for us. My brother never had Legos that I recall. He didn't have the knockoff kind or anything? Nope. That? Did the distribution not go that far? I just wonder. How many more country jokes <laughs> no. do you need? Do you need? No, actually, anyway, I mean, I've honestly, never I'm done not, it. not judging. I'm just surprised because Legos are really sort of a, it was kind of like having a Rite light right as a kid or crayons or had whatever. Anyway, I never put it together, like I said, and to be honest with you, I'm not really interested in it. Do you think that's me? No. If I was interested, I would have bought my own and done it by now. Yeah. I bring it up because Legos is one of those, Lego is one of those companies that continues to make a ton of money while other companies, because of the world we live in now, post-pandemic, we're still in it. A lot of companies are struggling financially. Mm -hmm. They are not. They made $8 billion last year. Yeah. You ever price Legos? Yeah. (laughs) The most popular ones being Harry Potter and Star Wars. Yep. Yep. And that makes sense. And, you know, they've they've done a great job aligning themselves with pop culture moments. I know. It's and smart. And movies and all those there's kind of things. There's a Friends Lego set. Yeah. yeah. And I guess there's not, apparently there's no shortage. They're not making computer chips or requiring. No. It's plastic squares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they and should have done a Game of Thrones Lego set <sighs> for adults, of course. That's the one, if I were to ever. Jody, earlier you were talking about a, a nurse that 
just said something that really stuck with you forever. And I had the, a same, a similar experience wow. with a, with a nurse who uh, said something that really changed my life because it stuck so hard with me. Now I feel bad because I don't remember her name either. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had great diabetic nurses over the years for for type one, Deborah and Susan, mm-hmm. and my doctor Joel Silverberg. However, um, there was a nurse that told me one time, very early on, when it was when the onset first hit me, uh, I was still smoking at that time. Yeah. I remember and this. she just, we were now a year into me having the diabetes. She's like, okay, you're a year in now, so, uh, you know, it's it's time for you to stop that. You, you can either keep smoking, you know, or you can either quit smoking, or you'll lose your feet. No! And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And you never forgot and that. I, and I, I never forgot that, and I yeah. absolutely quit the next year. It was a little you tough know? love. Wow. Yeah. You know, so she every, was great. She yeah. changed things for me, big time.